Welcome to Postcards from the Kitchen. I'm your host, Elaine Acker, and I'm glad you'll be joining me as we discover the people, places, and stories behind the food. Welcome, everybody. Today, we are talking to Chris Andrews. And Chris founded Bienville Bites Food Tours out of Mobile, Alabama. And we are looking forward to hearing more about that. The thing is, you know, that sounds like so much fun. And he's been recognized by USA Today. And uh, he's just published a book. So you've got all these successes coming along. And you think it just happened overnight. And I'm guessing there were a whole lot more nights involved. So welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, Elaine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Glad you're here. Well, let's dive in a little bit because back to that overnight success thing, you've had a lot of uh, acknowledgments for the things you've been doing, but I'm guessing there were some challenges along the way. So what have you overcome to get where you are right now? Yeah, overnight success, it means literally you, you, you overnight where you don't sleep uh, a lot of nights. That's what that means. Um, I would say the biggest hurdle that for, for us, um, you know, maybe I guess for my personal life, I think maybe that, um, you know, I've got a family, I've got a wife and I've got three kids. And so, um, starting this business while they were very young and, and babies, um, is not easy where, especially where I was working another full-time job, starting the tours. Um, so doing this on the weekends. Like you know, again, like I said, when they're small, that's that's not an easy thing to do. And 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 prioritizing my family is a big thing for me. Um, and, and so that's just the nature of this job, right? I mean, you, you're going to work the weekend because that's you know that's the the prime time when everybody wants to take your tours when they're traveling, visiting on the weekend. Um, you're gonna you're gonna do these at night, you know. So um, th those those don't really mesh very well. Um, but but for me, how I've overcame that. You know, as, as the tours have grown, we've been able to bring on tour guides who do just as great of a job as I do. And surrounding yourself with a with an awesome team, you know, that's that's the uh, that would be the way that I say that. You know, we've we've kind of overcame that. Awesome. And so your kids are older now. And... Uh, well, I mean, uh, eleven, eight, six. <laughs> but they're old enough to think Dad's doing something cool. Yeah, they, they I think so. Yeah, especially you know, <laughs> we're going to talk about the book later and the book signing night when that came out. You know, a lot of their friends came. You know, they were uh, mutual friends with our with with uh with me and and a lot of them came up to me. You know, I, I think your dad is famous. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So that's so good. It's funny. <laughs> so let's talk about the book. Um, okay. What surprised you most when you were writing the book? How hard it is is uh when I, I i pitched the publisher the idea and told them that i've been doing food tours you know for three or four years now um I, i've i've got all these stories of mobile's history that you know I, i've known for a long time um that i've been telling on my food tours and um so i, I thought i had a lot of content you know of course you got blogging and you know all the things that go along with it i had a ton of content and, and that was my pitch to the publisher. Well, once you really write down a lot of that on paper and you start splitting them up into chapters, you realize that I don't have as much content as maybe I thought I did. And so um, that that was that's been a, that was a huge challenge. And I, I originally the publisher asked me, "How quick do you think we can get this book out?" 
I said, oh, I, you know, six months, nine months. Well, I'll have it finished and have it ready to you. And that was, uh, it was a three-year process. Ah, I was curious to know how long it took in the end. Yeah, it was three years. Yeah, that's awesome, though. You stuck with it and you got it done and it looks beautiful. And I can't wait to hold one in my very own hands. I'm going to get you to sign it. I'm going to send it to you to sign. All right, I'll do it. (laughs) Um, So we can relate to that a lot because when, when we work with people to publish their cookbooks, a lot of times they don't know anything about publishing. And I've talked to a couple of people that have big audiences. And, you know, for them, it kind of makes sense to get the literary agent or to go to the big publishing house and get published in a traditional way. But our goal is really just to remove gatekeepers and make it possible for anybody to publish their own cookbook. And um, I do think still people come and think it's going to be really fast, like 30 days. (laughs) And our average is probably four months to six months. And and that's with us doing a ton of the work. So yeah, that's a lot of that is. Yeah, you're doing a lot of work if you're getting it out that fast. Yeah, yeah. We do we do a lot of interviews and uh, help capture the stories, so it goes a little faster than it might otherwise. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun, and you start looking at communities. So most people are talking about their community and that. And if you think about it, um, when you started thinking about the, you said the food culture. It's a culinary history of Mobile, Alabama. So when you started kind of digging into what the culinary history was there, what did you find out? What was that journey like? Well, I found out that Mobile really is the most under the radar food food town in the United States. And I say that because uh, it was founded in 1702. So we're going back over 300 years. Um, There's not many, it's the oldest city in Alabama, but there's not many older cities, older than New Orleans. one of the oldest cities in the South. And, and, you know, I think it's very, it's very similar to New Orleans um, because the same founders who founded Mobile did found New Orleans. And so uh, the French arrived here and, you know, uh, immediately brought, you know, uh, some of their traditions with them, uh, namely Mardi Gras. So, you know, Mobile, of course, uh, is the birthplace of Mardi Gras. And um, I did not know that. And so, well, yeah, this was 15 years before New Orleans was founded. Um, uh, so the Frenchmen, you know, celebrated with, um, you know, some, some drinks really probably, you know, celebrating some beer in a tavern would have been the most appropriate celebration in 1703 when the first uh, time that it was celebrated. Um, but, but having said that, you know, you've got just such a mixture of cultures, you know, the natives that lived here in this area, you know, with the French that arrived and, and, and they taught the natives taught the French what grew well here, what fruits and vegetables would grow well here. Um, you know, you've got African culture, um, it, it, you know, from the slaves that were imported to this area, maybe 20 years later, um, another 50 years later, uh, the Spanish would come in and they would control this part of the country. So you've got that Spanish culture that, that becomes mixed in here. Also, the British. Um, so there was many nationalities that flew under the Mobile flag uh, for the first 100 years. And you had, you know, like I said, a lot of different cultures mixed here. And and again, you know, we the French, the French culture and impact on Mobile, you know, can't be understated. And it's still felt today in our cuisine, um, much like much like it is in New Orleans. I just don't think Mobile's has been as publicized. And um, and, 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 you know, again, you know, thinking about the food tours, I, when I was researching a lot of my stories for the, for the tours, I didn't have a whole lot. There wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, history when it came to food or. 
or anything like that. And so um, that was really what kind of got my wheels turning on maybe starting something like this. And 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 what I have is is not a it's not an exhaustive record of um, you know all 300 years of Mobile's food history by any means. Um, but it's you know it, it it covers a lot of things. It covers a lot of stories that just like I said haven't been told. Yeah. Where do you um, where do you take people when you're going? So, well, let me ask you two questions. So the first question is, out of all that that soup of different cultures, has anything kind of surfaced as the classic mobile dish? The mobile dish is going to be oysters. Um, that's what that would be my that would be my answer for that. And I say that because every generation of mobilians uh, have eaten oysters. Um, and, and, you know, go back, let's go back 500 years before the French arrived here. The natives that lived in this area, um, had a diet that consisted mainly of corn and oysters, you know, living right, right off the Mobile River and, and the Gulf of Mexico. And so, um, like I said, before the French arrived, I think oysters were very instrumental. Um, when the French arrived, they were instrumental to our diet, but they would even be used architecturally. Um, the first roads in Mobile were all made of oyster shells, crushed oyster shells. Um, even some of the walls were used, uh, as a form of, they called it tabby, which is like a, a concrete mixture with oyster shells that, uh, you know, I guess maybe think of like a stucco that, um, you know, plastered the walls together. So, um, architecturally, and then, you know, of course, throughout our history, um, we have enjoyed oysters here, uh, out of Mobile Bay. And, um, uh, one, one particular story that I have in the book that talks about during the Civil War, um, you know, a lot of the soldiers were malnourished and, you know, we're living off hardtack and pork, you know, very, very, all very malnourished peanuts were big. But um, that for a lot of the soldiers that were stationed around Mobile Bay, uh, Mobile Bay was like a seafood buffet for these guys, you know. So it was yeah. fresh fish and shrimp and crab and oysters. Uh, oysters were so plentiful then you could almost rub your hand along the bottom floor of the bay and and and, and get oysters, you know. So they were very, very plentiful uh, during that time. And, um, and still today we, you know, we, we just about ate all the oysters out of Mobile Bay, um, uh, uh, within the last century that's starting to recover a little bit. Now there's a lot of oyster reef restoration programs that are going on. Um, but, but you can still get Mobile Bay oysters on, on the tables here at the restaurants. Awesome. So from then 1700s to now 2000s, uh, where are you taking people on the tour? We work with about 20 restaurants in the downtown area. And, 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 and to give you a, an overview of the downtown Mobile area, there's about 50 restaurants in the downtown Mobile Entertainment District area. Um, we work with about 20 of them. Um, some of the most popular restaurants in Mobile that we work with, Wenzel's Oyster House is one of those that um, they've been around since 1938. Um, so it's one of those iconic, you know, oyster bars with, you know, fresh Gulf seafood. Um, great desserts, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's, it's a staple. I think when you come to Mobile, you got to go to Wenzel's Oyster House. That's one of them. The A&M Peanut Shop is a, is a, is a cool little peanut shop that's been around, uh, since the 1940s, you know, so, um, some, we go to some of the iconic places like that. Um, but then we also, some of the newer restaurants, uh, places like Squid Ink, which is owned by, uh, one of our local celebrity chefs here in Mobile, Panini Pete, um, and, 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 and places like Dolphins. Um, which is located on the 34th floor of one of our buildings and has just fantastic views and, you know, is really kind of a fine dining. So we, we really, 
Um, it's a it's a it's a mixture of you know fine dining, but we'll also take you to some of the dive bars as well, and uh, and 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 peanut shops and beignet shops. So it's um it's it's a wide variety of of really good food. That sounds so fun. Um, do you cook? I don't cook. <laughs> no, I, I was hoping that you would not come on here and ask me uh, some of my favorite recipes. No, nope, not going to ask you that. Just wanted to know if you cook. And if not, uh, what is your most memorable experience, food experience, not there in Mobile, but when you've been traveling, what, what's, what pops to mind? Okay. Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, memorable food experience. You know, my, my wife and I, we, um, so we started the tours, uh, 2017 and a friend of mine took a food tour in Savannah, Georgia. Um, and really that was kind of what, how the idea kind of got started for our, our company and for our business. And, um, and so we were able to, uh, I guess about two years after we started the tour, we went to Savannah and we took that tour and, um, and you know, I don't know, just kind of one of those you know, full circle moments really where, you know, we were able to, you know, be there and take that tour that our friend had the exact tour that our friend had taken and, and was telling us about it. And, and I don't know, it's just, it's just kind of crazy when you think about it like that. I love Savannah so much. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, food. Now I have to put that tour on my list for next time. <laughs> what do you wish people knew about Mobile? I wish people, I wish people would stop when, instead of passing through Mobile, I think it's a very pass through town. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about some of the history here and, and, and I've been to, you know, of course, New Orleans and Savannah and everybody goes to Charleston and a lot of the places, the old Southern cities that, you know, are, are known as a food town. And, um, and, and I'm telling you that I'm not just saying this because I live here and because I am invested in it, but Mobile is right up there. Uh, with some of these old southern towns when it comes to their food scene. And um, and, and there's such a variety now that, you know, of, of, of different styles of, of restaurants that, you know, I think that's, uh, I, I think you need to stop. I think you need to stop by when you're, instead of just driving through. So when y'all, and you may have just touched on this a little bit, but you said y'all were starting this in 2017. Um, when you were starting it, what was, I, I know you said you you did the Savannah tour, but what got you started on the food tour business? Yeah, that other than than my friend suggesting it, and I, I had been, I've always been a local history enthusiast. That's always been something I've been interested in, especially even as a child. Um, so I've always been very interested in in history of Mobile. I've I've been interested in tours, and I, I've always I've always loved taking tours of our city. Um, I, I, I like being a tourist in my own town, and. Uh, you know, so that, that that's always been uh, in my wheelhouse. My wife, she comes from a hospitality background, you know. So, you know, the two of us together, I think we 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 formed a pretty special uh, team, and uh, and so that's really once the idea came, we couldn't stop thinking about it. It would it would keep us up, keep me up at night, especially uh, just you know thinking about the chance to to uh, to give this to give these tours. You Where know? do people find you? So uh, you can book a tour with us. Bienville Bites Food Tour is the name of the food tour. And that's the website as well. Dot, you know, BienvilleBitesFoodTour.com. Um, we also do a tour in Fairhope, Alabama, which is across Mobile Bay. And it's called Taste of Fairhope. Um, so the same concept, food tour, you know, three-hour walking tour of the city. 
Um, and you can buy the book anywhere, you know, Amazon and um, it's a culinary history of Mobile. I tie in, it's a, each chapter features a, a period or a time in Mobile's history and I tie it into a local restaurant today. Um, and so again, it's, 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 I equivalent the, the book almost to the, to the food tour, you know, like I said, it's earlier, it's not a exhaustive history by any means. Um, you know, th- I'm sure there's a people out there that are thinking you left out, can't believe you left out, you know, so-and-so restaurant. Um, it's not, it's not that it's, it's, it's like the food tour, you know, it's, it, hopefully it'll give you a taste of the city and, you know, kind of whet your appetite for, uh, for the, for, for the town. I love it. I will make sure everybody knows exactly how to find you. Okay. So, Chris, thanks so much for joining me today. This has been fun. And I can tell I need to put Mobile on my itinerary. Got to do it. All right. (laughs) Thank you. you. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Postcards from the Kitchen. Please subscribe and follow along as we discover the people, places, and stories behind the food.